This, 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 this is mythical. Ear Biscuits is supported by Apartments.com. And if you're looking for an apartment, you know, there's you should get in touch with what it is that you can get most excited about. Maybe that's an apartment with a balcony mm. or windows that face a sunset. Oh, I mean, if you're really gonna get into thinking about it because you are gonna live there. Hardwood floors in the kitchen maybe. Mm. Well, apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect place with powerful search tools to help find a rental listing that checks all your specific unique boxes. They have powerful tools like amenity filters to make sure your possible future home has all the amenities you need like in-unit washer dryer, air conditioning, dishwasher, balcony. Oh, did you say balcony? Did you say elevator? Some oh. people love a good elevator. Or save searches. You can favor the listings that stood out to you so that you can revisit them and won't lose what could be an amazing future home. I, I like the idea of like one of those things that's usually on top of a barn that says what direction the wind's blowing. Oh, a wind uh, thing, thing. With a rooster. Yeah. Yeah. That. Visit apartments.com, the place to find a place. Welcome to Ear Biscuits, the podcast where two lifelong friends talk about life for a long time. I'm Link. And I'm Rhett. This week at the round table of dim lighting, we're gonna be talking about a birthday surprise that I gave my wife, and I am not talking. I, you know what, I would say you gave it to me too. I gave it to Link. Now, and we wanna give it to you I'm as not, well. I'm not going to, I'm not talking about, the big surprise I'm talking about is not the thing that came out on the, the Rhett and Link channel, the vlog, where I became Jason Momoa. And Link also helped with that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't characterize I became that Jason Momoa. Ja I would say you made a, you made a, Valiant a, attempt? A, a cringe adjacent. Oh, adjacent. adjacent? <laughs> That's not a word. A cringe adjacent uh, coffee table book where you tried your best to. Uh, it is on the coffee table. Thanks for noticing. Oh, it, I, it, no, it's not, is it? I don't know where it is, actually. You don't even know well, where okay. it is? Well, okay. First of all, let me just tell you because if well, you. Can, it, can, I, can I say? First of all, can I tell you? Yeah, tell me whatever that, you want to. That, that, that's not, like you said, that's not what we're talking about today. I wanted to clarify what we were talking about. Oh, but yeah, do that. No, no, I wanted to clarify what we're talking about when we say Jason Momoa because people may not understand what we're talking about. But we'll come back to that in a second because we are gonna talk a little bit about that. But the main thing we're gonna talk about, go ahead. Is this gift that you gave her that has nothing to do with that, that I had very little, I'm, you know, I made an appearance. You did. But like I, I a, said. You made a cameo. This gift, this gift, it's 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 not that it wasn't the most specific gift for Jesse that you could give her, but it's just so it, it's so enjoyable for everybody. It was so enjoyable for me. It was such an experience. I'm talking like over an hour. Like I had, it was like like the best movie that you've ever seen. Wow. It was kind of like that was the experience I had in experiencing. I think you might gift. have. I've never I've never enjoyed a gift given to somebody else more than the, how much I enjoyed that gift that you gave What about Jesse? my 40th birthday party? My 40th birthday party. This is better. No, no, this, no okay. way. No, no this, way. This is, no, okay, it wasn't that good, but it was, it was pretty great. Well, and one of the but reasons I, I'm that, talking about a specific gift, yes, not a party. A singular gift. A singular well, gift. But my gift to Jesse, my gifts to Jesse were done considering the fact that she could not have an actual 40th birthday party. Now, Jessie went out of her way to plan my 40th birthday party like 
The de- all the details and for why my party was great are because of Jessie. And she loves parties, she loves people, she loves planning stuff like that. And for years. Great party. Because I'm, you know, I'm older than she is. I'm three years older than she is. So for the past three years, we've been talking about how her birthday party, her 40th birthday party's gotta be even better than my 40th birthday party. But of course, it's not my fault she decided to turn 40 in 2020. Mm. You know, cause she turned 40 right at the end of uh, 2020. COVID really crapped that up. And there was all this like conjecture about whether or not, you know, we remember at the beginning of the pandemic when we didn't know what it was gonna be like at the end of the year. Well, it turns out in LA, it's gonna be a, it was as bad as it could possibly get at the end of the year, right? So The worst that it's been. The worst that it's been. It's continuing to get worse uh, as we're recording this. However, what that meant is that she couldn't have the party that she wanted and we talked about, well, next year we'll do a but the whole like delayed gratification party, which will be one hell of a thing that happens for people. Like there's gonna be lots of people who had weddings, birthday parties and things that they postponed. Yeah. The party business, if you wanna invest in the party business in late 2021, that's what you should be investing in. But. Let's buy a party city. I Okay. I've I, always, you know, every time I go in a party city, I'm like, boy, city. I love being in here. If Party City can make it, I'm I being think facetious, Party, party City would way. be a great investment. But anyway, that's what motivated me to do both the Jason Momoa thing and the thing we'll talk about. Now, and a couple other things. But just so you, if you don't know what we're talking about, if you're listening to this on Monday. the day that it comes out. Um, two days ago. Two on, days ago we did a, a, yeah, a vlog. A vlog on the Rhett and Link channel, Link. <laughs> Vlogs. That's right. But we wanna say that this is not a harbinger of a lot more vlogs. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just this, I you wanted to do this thing for Jesse. It was an irresistible idea to document for, for a vlog. Yeah. So we're like, that's what we're gonna do. If there's something that we wanna turn into a vlog, we're gonna do it. Yeah, so we're not making a commitment to say vlogs are back, what we're just saying is. We're demonstrating that. Vlogs are a thing. They can pop up. They can, they, as they as we are inspired and as we have something to film, um, the vlogs, the vlog channel is not dead, that's all we'll say, but it is not going to be a weekly thing. Uh, but we hope that you enjoyed what what, uh, what we gave you. It's there. a little, it's a little. And what I gave my wife. Unscheduled treat zone. And I will say, I, I, I wanna, uh, I wanna put this idea out there. I know we talked a little bit about it during the making of the Jason Momoa vlog. Just, you can go watch it after this. You don't. You could pause it and go watch it right now. But anyway, my wife is really into Jason Momoa and uh, it's kind of a, like a running joke. And also as my hair has grown out, uh, you know, I wouldn't say that I look like Jason Momoa, but I look more like Jason Momoa than I did before I grew my hair out, just because he also has long hair and a beard. So there's been this, running joke that I'm trying to be Jason Momoa to my wife. And so we decided to go all the way and make this picture book where I recreated these epic Jason Momoa shots, uh, which didn't necessarily turn out epic. Uh, and I kind of regret putting myself side by side with him in the book, but that, but that is where the yeah, most comedy comes from. Yeah, that's that's um, what I, now. But what what's 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 her relationship with this book? You said you don't even know where it is anymore. And well, she has actually. It has a couple of pages have fallen out because of drool. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> uh, 
I, first of all, that's a self-deprecating joke, just so you know. I'm not I talking just, about I'd never assume that. <laughs> I'm not, I, she's drooling over, I mean, I'm assuming she's drooling over Momoa. Not, yeah, but she has books that are just him that she drools over. No, she doesn't, actually, actually she doesn't. But I think now Well, that, I know, listen, I know she has a coloring book. Yeah, because it was a gift from your wife, right? Yeah, and you know, the thing that Christy, Christy was asserting that she inspired she did this whole idea because when she but said I don't know if that's this is your opportunity to she did to C- give her some Christy credit. gave show me the coloring book of Jason Momoa which was a lot like the coloring book that we like the mythical coloring book like an adult coloring book but it was you no know, not us it was Jason Momoa and she was like you should make a coloring book of yourself as Jason Momoa and I was like that's a really good idea that's a very difficult thing to do but you know what I probably could do is I could recreate some of his actual photos. So yeah, the idea came from Christie's suggestion to um, do a uh, a coloring book. But she b- she bought Jesse the coloring book, so she does own the Jason Momoa coloring. Book. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she does. But it's you know. But where is the where is the book you made? You really don't know. I mean, what it's on her bedside table. What what seriously? What what is the lasting response to it? Because like you see her in the video. She's not. She. You just get her initial reaction from the vlog. You know, she's really getting a kick out of it. It is. It is very funny how it. How, I think how that, you like put the the lines in between it. Like she. She loved it. The fact that we made it into a video. Uh, like what she said was, "Oh, I see. Oh, you. You say this is a gift from me. Oh, you just wanted to make a video. Oh, now." Then she'll follow it up and say, "Oh, I'm no, I'm kidding. It's great. I like it. I love it. I'm so glad you did it." Like, but I mean, first of all, that's there's an interesting sort of. Now we don't have it nearly as bad as like a family vlogger. Can oh, you gosh. imagine that? Like, because then at every point, everything that you're doing, you're, there's these split allegiances between the person you're doing it for and the audience. I couldn't imagine living like that. First mm-hmm. of all, yeah, because having just done it, you know, the few times that we've done it, and in this case, very directly. Like I got really excited about the idea and I knew I could get you excited about the idea. Like not to say that you're you're a great friend, but there is no way in hell you would have done that without it being a video for the Rhett and Link channel. That's an interesting question. (laughs) I mean, it's just, cause you would would have been like, I mean, man, like really, we gotta do this? Like do you you need me to do this? Like not, and I'm saying that as someone who would probably would do the same thing to you. I'd be like, is, I would right. like try to talk you into something else, right? But the fact that we knew it could be a video, it was like, you're like, all right, I'll do it and I'll, you know, I'll kind of adopt a little bit of a, a perspective in the video that I'm really not into this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I really think worked. Because I don't know, I didn't know what else to, I didn't, I didn't know how else oh, to I know, play. I think he played you know, it right. It, but the, I, the, for me, the bigger question is, uh, well, no, so to, to answer your question, she was very appreciative. She was more appreciative of the thing that we're gonna talk about after the break. I will say that. Uh, because, As she should be. Because it actually took more work and it was just for her. Now, we are talking about it on your biscuit. <laughs> but um, yeah. we're not gonna, we can't let, you can't experience it for reasons that we'll get into. But the question I wanna answer before we move on, or ask, is as we established, um, this is an SAT question. Jason Momoa is to Jesse as blank is to Christy. And the answer is 
Keith Urban. <laughs> so, I, so I don't know. No, no, hey, listen, you can't walk this back now, man. Because she's told, she's said this many times, it's man. A, it's been a running joke for years. But it I, started I think, in reality. I think no, I think it started when you might say that you have a crush on Keith Urban, and people might just be like, "Oh, I get it," which would have been like a long time over ago. a decade yeah, ago. Yeah. So it's a running joke that has has continue to run from that amount of time. I really don't think that she's like pulling up images of Keith Urban okay, just well, to like get young fancy. Ke- young Keith Urban, whatever you wanna say. <laughs> At some point, she's still into it, I would assume. She hasn't changed like, you know, her biological responses to Keith Urban, to just raw Keith Urban. <laughs> <laughs> so my question raw is, Urban. is that you know, I think that you look as much like Keith Urban as I look like Jason Momoa. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, we could easily get your hair to look like his hair. Mm. He, he's clean shaven. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, he has, he has. I think he still has like highlights. Highlights. We can do that. By the way, I still think he's stuck in that the phase from over a decade ago where people would get it. I don't think he's he hasn't tried to change. The question is, and I'm telling you right now, I don't get both, it. By the way, and but, I def, and I don't. And I don't get Nicole Kidman. I don't get them as a couple. I don't, you don't get either. get who? What do you mean you don't get it? You don't get what people see in Keith Urban? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I, I don't personally see it, but I think I can understand. I mean, I think I can look at him and tell that like, okay, I could see that people would find him attractive. You want me to do a book? I, that's the question, <laughs> is I'm willing to play she, the role you that know, you played for me. She's already turned 40. And, well, I mean, whatever she turns next, can we do Link Becomes Keith Urban? And listen, because it's the second video, we'll have to do something even bigger. How do you know I haven't already done that in private? Like, how do you know I haven't done it the right way? Well, listen, I also know that your dad got a Keith Urban electric guitar for <laughs> yeah, himself. I went to, so this is years ago, I went to my dad's house for like, this was for Christmas years ago, and he had a guitar. My dad, I've never seen or heard of my dad playing an instrument, and I was like, you got a guitar? He was like, uh, yeah, they were selling this, Keith Urban learned to play guitar online. It was like a, a cheap Keith Urban guitar. Yeah, I've, I'm, it's just like. Complete with the lessons. The cheap fill in the blank celebrity guitar, right? I, I'm pretty confident that he's never played it. So, it, I don't know, between me and my dad, we could, uh, yeah, we both got some Keith Urban connections. We both. <laughs> when is Chrissy's birthday's in the spring, right? Uh, it's in uh, May. Well, we gotta get on, we gotta start working on this. We gotta start thinking May about it. May 13th. This. Gotta start thinking about I do know the this. date. Um, so anyway, I, I'm, what I'm saying, it's up to you if you wanna do it, but if you want to do it, if you wanna pull the Keith Urban trigger, you wanna, if you wanna pull the Urban trigger, <laughs> <laughs> just know that I am there uh, to hold the barrel. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, probably not the yeah, best no, no, analogy, no. yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I will support you and I take just, pictures of you. Ear Biscuits is supported by the Farmer's Dog. Dogs will eat basically anything you put in front of them. And if you're Barbara, you will like <laughs> seek it out off of tables, counters. That that woman is crazy, <laughs> uh, that woman being my dog. Uh, so it's important to be putting the right kind of food in their bowls. Right, and when you care about your dogs as much as we care about ours, you know, a thoughtful approach to what goes in those bowls Makes sense. Yes, the farmer's dog is real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. 
Just tell them about your dog and they'll deliver personalized vet developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. The meals arrive pre-portioned and in ready to serve packs delivered on your schedule. Millions of meals have been ordered across the country. We've been partnering with the Farmer's Dog for a few years now and they really are as good as they say. It really has never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. Get 50% off your first box of fresh healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash ear. So I want to get to the gift, but like when you know when we were on our our break and we were separate from each other, we did have this conversation. It was like you you just couldn't wait to tell me this story, but just because yeah. you told me, I, first of all, I want to hear it again, and I, I I want them to hear it, yeah, because it's it's a it's the beside the gift that we're about to get into. It's the best this story. Is the, from this the is break. the other bright spot from the break because the break, you know. Just to be official about this, the break was was really laying low. Yeah, you know, yeah. with with the COVID of it all in LA and not not going out of you know not going back home. And listen, I know just you, laying low. I know that you do not come to Ear Biscuits or Good Mythical Morning or anything else to hear more talk about the pandemic. I get it. We're all tired of hearing about it, but I do want to talk. Just I think to give you some context about what's happening in Los Angeles as we record this, right? Um, the situation is so dire in, in Los Angeles right now that if you have to go to the hospital for any particular reason, COVID included, the chances of you actually not getting treated, not getting into a hospital bed are pretty high, right? Um, people are circling, uh, ambulances are cir circu circling, to use the proper circling. term. Circling the hospitals and people are dying of different conditions, COVID included, while they're waiting to get into a hospital. Uh, and so there's this incredible sense that like, I mean, I told my kids, I was like, guys, don't do anything stupid. I mean, first of all, we're already doing all the COVID protocols and, and, and not going out. If you break a leg. But like, I'm like, if you break a leg, I'm yeah. gonna put you in yeah. a splint. I got a broom and some duct tape. Because we're not, we, I, the, the chance, they said do not go to the emergency room unless it's a life or death situation. And I know the situation is dire in other places, but Los Angeles has become the, the epicenter of the pandemic at this point for a number of factors that we won't go into. But ultimately, it's just a, it's a really, really scary time locally. And uh, anybody who has said it's just the flu or you know what, it's not really that serious, it's just a cold, um, Colds and flus do not overwhelm the hospital system in the way that COVID has. Even if there's a very likely high chance that you're gonna survive this thing, the net effect on a population of people experiencing COVID is that it overwhelms the medical staff and the facilities in the way that it is right now. And so that's why in Los Angeles, in order to not contribute further to the problem, we're doing everything we can uh, to remain safe. So And to laugh and instead of crying, yeah, yeah keep yeah, from crying, yeah, yeah. and that's what I—that's what this story means to me. So, again, we're not like earlier, like even even just like two months ago, I would go, I might take a trip into the grocery store to pick something up, or if I needed to go quickly buy something at like the hardware store, I would mask up and go in, right? But in Los Angeles, there's been all these outbreaks, 
at retail and grocery stores. Like we cl- we've clamped back down. So thirty people at so and so at the Ralphs are suddenly infected or whatever. So mm-hmm. we're doing like all delivery. We're not going out. However, there was a time over the break where we ordered pizza. For, we were trying to order pizza from this place, and we couldn't get them on the phone. And so I was like, all right, you know what, I, I, I need to get out. I'm just gonna drive down there and I'm gonna just order, I'm gonna order the pizza in person or whatever. And I go to this place and I look and I see that they've got a socially distanced line mm-hmm. for people to order pizza, but it's inside. And so there's probably like, I don't know, maybe a total of 10 people inside this place, including like the staff behind the counter and then like the people in line. And I was on, listen, we've been super locked down, so I'm like, I'm not comfortable doing this, but you know what, I got my mask on, everybody else has got their mask on. It's a limited amount of time, I'm gonna go in. But I was feeling uncomfortable, like I was taking a risk, right? So I go inside this place and I get in line and I, you know, I'm in there for like five minutes or so and move like a couple of spaces and then I see there's a couple of girls who have just ordered their pizza and are walking out and they see me and they recognize me and they say, oh, hey, we were just, we were actually just watching you yesterday or whatever, I was like, oh, great to meet you, whatever. Now, oftentimes when this happens in public, if you get recognized in public, people who do not know who you are feel that it is their absolute moral obligation to then ask you who you are, right? It is one of my pet peeves. It is one of my least favorite things in the world, but hey, listen, if it means that things are going well for us and that's that's what you're complaining about, then your life's pretty good. it's It's a privileged problem, but it's just a pet peeve, that's all I'm saying. So two girls and a guy, approximately 20 years old, one of them behind me, says, excuse me, sir, who are you? Hmm. I'm like, here we go, here we go. And I'm sorry, I'm usually pretty nice, almost always pretty nice. But when this this question is asked, and I'm also thinking about the fact that I'm not comfortable being in here, I don't, you know, I said, I smiled, but you couldn't tell because I've got my mask on. (laughs) If you don't know, you won't care. Because is that not true? It's true. Well, is me saying, well, I have a YouTube channel that's pretty popular and that's where those girls knew me from. It's, how is that gonna change this person's life? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like. It's just, you know, it's. I know, she's just curious. But it's also an opportunity for somebody to say they met somebody famous even if they didn't know who it was. I get it. However, the only thing that I can think of as I'm saying, if you don't know, you won't care, is that the young man who was with these two girls. Still in his 20s? Yeah not a boy, a man. Does not have on a mask. Does not have on a mask. Now, you can call me what you will. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I know there's people who listen to this podcast who think that masks don't matter and that COVID's not a big deal. This story is just gonna piss you off. That's, I'm cool with that. Um, but what I said was, hey bro, where's your mask? Ooh, you did it. Yeah. You went there, didn't you? And uh, was it calculated or was it kind of a knee jerk? I reaction? wasn't even thinking about it. I was just like, this guy doesn't have a mask on, and this is the only thing I'm thinking about is the fact that I'm not comfortable being in here because, you know, COVID, COVID basically yeah. is exposure level versus times time. That's how you calculate your risk level. And exposure level goes up when someone doesn't have a mask on if they have it, right? 
Um, so he's like, uh, and he, he this catches him off guard, and then the girl with him is like, well, it's in it's in the car. You really should go get your mask. And I was like, you really should. Ah. I, and I said, you should either put on a mask or you should leave. And he was like, he he was like, whoa, this guy's really telling me. This guy's really laying it down. And I was like, yeah, this is serious, man. It's like yeah. this is just serious thing. It's like it's not hard to put on a mask. Mm -mm. And then that was when he was like, his girlfriend had on a mask. He was like, oh, you, oh, you're you're from YouTube. <laughs> and 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 then um, well, look, I actually just messed the story up a little bit because after I said you should put on a mask, or after I said where's your mask. They said it's in the car, and then he recognized recognized me and said, "Oh, you, you, yeah, yeah, for YouTube." And I was like, "Yeah," and I was like, um, "You know, yeah, you should put on a mask or you should leave." And that was when he got really uncomfortable, and I just turned back around. You turned, you gave him the back. I turned back around to, to keep going in line, and also to turn away from him. And that was when he said, "Unsubscribe." <laughs> I still can't believe he said that. He unsubscribed in public. I mean, out loud. I got to vocally. Give him, I got to give him respect because, I mean, you criticize people for saying things in comments that they would never say out loud. But I never thought that that which you see frequently in comments would be something that anyone would ever say out loud. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually appreciate it. Unsubscribe. Like I said, it, did it, did he just uns he just unsubscribed verbally? He said, like, uh, "Do you have to do the work then?" I don't know. To find his account. I don't know if he then if he then brings up his account and unsubscribes. However, I did like I said, I I wasn't mad. I'm not gonna turn into I'm I'm not gonna I mean there was a part of me that was like, if this guy really wants to like roll with me about this, what am I gonna do? Because by this point everyone in the restaurant was listening to our conversation because no one's talking, everybody's kinda quiet. Yeah. And so as soon as I said you should bro, where's your mask? It was like a pin drop kind of moment and people were like, Oh, this dude's calling this guy out in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he was not a small guy, and it's not like I'm a fighter, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm a big guy, but it's not, the last time I fought somebody was you know, John Carson in third grade. Big, big or small, uh, one subscriber is just one subscriber. However, he then leaves. Oh, he did. He did, he left, and he came back with a mask on, and he was like, I got the mask on, <laughs> and I was like, hey, and I, and I said, I was like, hey, I really appreciate that, thanks for doing that, and then that's when he says, Resubscribe? No, 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 no. He said, "Mythical Kitchen." <laughs> <laughs> what? That, like, the, so, like, like he made the connection, or it was like he was racking his. It wasn't like he's a fan. It was like I've okay. seen you on YouTube. But then his point of reference was after he went back, put the mask on, thought about it, Mythical Kitchen, and I was just like, "Yep." You know, I'm not going to be like, "Well, you know, Good Mythical Morning." What you know. <laughs> So, because um, it's technically true, I'm, I have appeared on Mythical Kitchen. <laughs> um, so anyway. Wow, unsubscribe. So I, I really appreciate, you know, listen, he has every right to unsubscribe if he doesn't like, and you have every right to unsubscribe to this if you don't like my uh, my opinion about this stuff. If, if, but if I find you in a public place without a mask, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to you about it. That's just what I'm gonna do, especially in Los Angeles. You know, this is serious, man. Um, I mean, how, I wonder how many YouTube professionals, as we are, have experienced being unsubscribed to verbally. I mean, it can't be that many. That's great. You think it might be the first time ever? No, no, it's happened. I'm sure, it's, it's happened. It's happened yeah. But just to like, just just to say that publicly, he didn't even at that point he didn't even know what channel 
as he proved later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You if, know, if he unsubscribes from Mythical Kitchen because of this, I'm sorry, Josh. Um, <laughs> what can I tell you? Unsubscribe. I mean, it's succinct. I like it. It's succinct. It, it goes to the core of it your. It was very quick your, thinking on his part. Your well-being, you know, it's very, very your livelihood. Ear biscuits is supported by Mountain Dew. We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But isn't it time you take a break from your normal, boring routine? Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game with the bold tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast. You can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work. Having a blast in traffic. Okay. Having a blast while you file your taxes. What? No, really, we mean it when we say anywhere. With Baja Blast now in stores everywhere, where you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice cold Baja Blast today at a store near you and for a limited time with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only, so do not wait. Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary. Open to US residents 18 and over, subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com. Ends June 15th, 2024, void where prohibited. All right, but let's get into this um, this gift, man. Okay, set up what you did. Okay, so again, Jesse couldn't have a party. Um, so I was thinking, how do I get all the people who love her and would otherwise maybe come to a party to show their appreciation for her? Now, the general idea isn't particularly creative. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have done this. You make a compilation video featuring family and friends saying something that they appreciate about Jesse. And so I was like, I definitely am gonna do that. But I was like, I don't wanna just do the same thing that everyone else does, which is just get people just to make a compilation video. It's sweet, it's nice, maybe she'll cry, maybe she'll laugh. But how do I take this to the next level? Now, I'm sure you've heard about the service Cameo, uh, which is essentially a service where you pay to have a celebrity make a custom video for you. And it varies in price. Some people might be $25. I think Snoop Dogg is like $900. But you can basically, if you, like, if you wanna get Snoop Dogg to wish your cousin a happy birthday or a happy graduation or give them an encouraging word or whatever, you can pay and. Well you just, and it's an app, right? Is it? It's a website. It's, I think there's there's also an app. So they're there. all listed on there. And you can search basically by different categories of celebrity. I mean, there's a couple, there's a few YouTubers on there. Uh, but it, it tends it, to be mostly what I would say, uh, we're not talking, we're not talking A-listers here, right? You know, you, you cannot get Brad Pitt to deliver a cameo because Brad Pitt's Time is probably more valuable spent doing whatever else Brad Pitt does rather than making videos for people. It's interesting. Snoop Dogg is the only exception. Like he is, he's like, I, I wouldn't call him an A-list celebrity, but I wouldn't call him anything lower either. He's like his, he's in his own parallel strata of celebrity that it actually, you know, he he'll show up anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. But somehow it legitimizes that thing, it doesn't delegitimize him. And who knows, I don't know how Cameo works, but I mean, yes, Snoop gets paid each time he does it, but he probably also got a pretty sweet deal just to go onto the service. Yeah, maybe so, yeah. You know, I'm assuming that they pay 
you know, people who people would really demand in order to get, I don't know how it works. I don't know the inner workings of it. All I know is that I was like, a lot of the people on Cameo are people who are known for things like, there's a whole reality TV section, right? So you got people who have been on all these reality TV shows who, you know, they're trying to cash in on their fame a little bit. And how easy is it to just sit down and say, I'm gonna rec record 10 happy birthday videos for people over the course of an hour and make a few hundred bucks or whatever it comes out to, right? And I gotta think the COVID of it all with people being more on lockdown with their hands tied, they're not, they're not actively working as much. They, you monetize that time. The, equa the, the equation changes a little bit. You might get people who normally wouldn't be on there on there. And even if you, even though you know the how it works, being that like, okay, these people make themselves available and they then get paid to do a handful of these, however many, depends on how in demand they are. I know that they just sat down and read some facts off of a screen and did a video and then they did another video and then another video. But despite knowing that's how it works, it still comes across as especially meaningful for the person who receives the video, especially if you don't know about Cameo. Well, I, I'd, like to, <laughs> I'd like to explore that in the context of some specifics because I do have some observations about the experience of, okay. uh, of that, but you have to so, set up how it happened. So I had two general ideas, right? I was like, I'm gonna make this video that's got all her family and friends in it. And then, without telling her, I'm going to pepper in people that are- Reality TV stars. Meaningful to me and her, or just I thought it would be funny to have them involved, right? And so I, we'll talk about who those people are and where they're from. But the thing that I also did is because you can, there's a section where you can write some personal information about the person who's getting the cameo. And I was like, how can I make this even more fun than it's already gonna be? <laughs> well, I'm gonna make up a bunch of stuff about Jesse that's not true. <laughs> like, for instance, I'm going to say that she's turning 40 and she also has 40 tattoos. I'm going to say that she is an avid juggler. She's an avid fisherwoman. Uh, she is a mountain climber who has climbed the following mountains and whose dream is to climb Everest. <laughs> Um, she grew up working on a pig farm. <laughs> and also, every birthday, she bakes herself a 12-layer cake. Now, Jessie <laughs> hates baking. She likes cooking somewhat, hates baking, because it's she doesn't really like being told what to do or follow directions. So baking is not for those kinds of people. And uh, so it was like the, uh, the irony of saying that she makes a 12-layer cake, it was kind of a little joke between us. So I put this information out there and then reached out to all the people who were significant to us and a fair number of them, if not all of them, responded. The first person I remember. Well, you wanna get the context for why you were oh, there yes, when I showed yes, it? Yes, I forgot that. So um, to celebrate Jesse's birthday, uh, we went away, we got an Airbnb like outside of Joshua Tree, just the four of us. You know, having already been a, a, you know, a pod, when you take the whole COVID stuff into consideration, given how much we have to work together. It's like right on the heels of uh, us working together anyway. It was a safe it was a safe decision for the four of us to be together. And um, so we're hanging out that night and she didn't know it. Like Christy gave her her birthday present uh, and uh, after that you break out the laptop and you're like I have a birthday present for you as well. And of course 
Christy and I knew what it was because we contributed to it as loved ones. And Jesse kind of knows at this point, oh, he's he's made a video. Right. And Christy's like, well, Rhett, do you, uh, should we be here for this? Isn't this something that's just for Jesse? Because, I mean, people say like really meaningful things that could be private for her. I don't know, they didn't necessarily think that like we were gonna be watching this. And uh, you were like, no, 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 I put this thing together. And of course, I knew about the cameo part because you told me, I don't think Christy knew. You're like, no, 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 it's like, this is, this is perfect to be watched with you guys. So, you know, it was, in, in retrospect, I'm so grateful that like you created this thing and like I said, I loved it. It invited me and Christy into the experience well, as, of watching Jesse watch it for the first time. As I was editing it, uh, I, I knew, I knew all along that you were gonna be there, that you and Christy were gonna be there. So when when Christy said that, like, are you sure you want us to be here? I was like, well, first of all, where are you gonna go? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're in this Airbnb in the middle of the desert. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV. Like an adventure-ready RAV4, available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So, visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. So, it start the video starts off and you know I say I've I've got a little intro and then some of her friends uh, and actually the last person right before the first celebrity is your wife. Now we're not going to play any of these videos because um, I wish we could. The funny thing is, is that I'm frustrated. I, I'm assuming that those people who made videos for Jesse who also listen to Ear Biscuits have probably been thinking up to this point that is he gonna play that video on Ear Biscuits that I made privately for Jesse? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that, I would never yeah. do that. The only person who has seen that is of course Jesse and then Lincoln Christie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, um, you cannot show a cameo video. Now if you get a cameo, I sound like I'm making an ad for cameo, but if, if, if I got uh, her to make a video, if I got somebody to make a video for Jesse on Cameo, I could put it on my personal social media, she could put it on her personal social media. But because th this podcast is a commercial product, technically, you know? We, it's we make money off this podcast, it's against the so terms we can't of service. It I can't sh tell you what, and, or play these videos for you. But I don't think that's gonna ruin the experience for you because we're gonna talk about some of the things that people said and just it kind of explore the concept. frustrating that a, most people, when they get a cameo, you know that it's gonna be shared on social media amongst the circle of friends. Yeah. And you can tell by the way that certain people contributed, they, they would add certain context or promotional statements around it because they know more people besides this one person I'm talking to are gonna see this. So I might as well take advantage to like promote my project or whatever. Yeah, that happened a couple of times. <laughs> but as you'll see uh, on this first one, which the first person to appear in the video is 
uh, Chris Harrison, host of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, just, you know, The Bachelor Enterprise, the face of that whole thing. As you can see, I zoomed in past the watermark that says Cameo on the bottom, so that the first one that she saw, yes. she would just think that I had personally reached out to Chris Harrison. That's that's the beauty of this, If you, especially if you could kind of zoom past Cameo, <laughs> you make people think that you've just arrange this, because Chris Harrison basically says, hi Jesse, your wonderful husband Rhett wanted me to wish you a happy 40th birthday. He's a consummate <laughs> professional. No, Chris Harrison, he's, he's the best. He's the best. I mean, you know, I think the only One person, the, the only person who might do as good of a job at this is, is Probst. I think that Jeff Probst, who's not on there. Oh, he's got, he gotta be on mine. Uh, th th these guys just specialize in being able to sit down and just say something that feels meaningful, but the thing that Chris Harrison has is he has a rose and he gives the rose. This rose is, you, will you accept this rose or whatever? I bet he didn't give that rose to anyone right before that video or in the next video he made right after. He's also he the most expensive person on the list. I don't wanna, I don't wanna disclose the prices, but. Uh, well you said Snoop made, was $900. Well he's not as expensive as Snoop. He's the most expensive person that I personally contacted. Okay. Uh, so Chris Harrison was the first one, and at this point, because Chris Harrison. Why, first of all, anyone can go on Cameo. They can see how much it costs. Well, I don't know how, I think he's 500 bucks. I just can't remember okay. exactly the, you know, everything. Um, well, I'll tell you, it was worth it. <laughs> he was a consummate professional. He made eye contact with the, with the camera lens. He seemed like he was peering into Jesse's soul. Hell, my soul. Yeah, when I was watching, he also connected to her, uh, given her juggling and her fishing, which he said he enjoyed both of those things. <laughs> <laughs> he said we should all get together and juggle and fish. Or... And he had like he gave her the rose, like uh, you know, it's, it it was a great bit. P other people have other bits yeah. that they'll go into. Okay, so uh, the next person who showed up <laughs> was uh, James the jet ski guy from Tiger King. <laughs> and he's, I th is he sitting in a golf cart holding a phone just kinda talking to her? It's very, well, he's, he's out possibly. in the open, he's got his he's like outside aviators in, in Florida. on. He just, it's, it's like Cameo sent him an email. Somebody, somebody wants to pay you to, to talk to him. He's like, oh, let me get on it right now I in think, my golf cart. I think he might be relatively, uh, so some of the people on the site have put their past work and you can see what they say and how they do it. Mm -hmm. And like he had a, he, I mean, this, I think he's pretty in demand. But the thing, the he's hilarious. The reason I wanted, first of all, because we watched Tiger King and loved it, uh, the thing that I love about him is at the end of his cameo, and, I, and my impression based on he, the other. He was impressed with her tattoos. Of course, he, he latched onto the tattoo thing. And it, with the aviators on, you really can't tell that he's reading some notes as he, it's, but you can tell it's like, it's like he's reacting to the notes. He's like, oh, damn, 40 tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, and what did he say? He was like, I gotta give you credit for that. Um, well, but it, it was like he was, re it was like someone was whispering in his ear. He invited her down to Florida to ride jet skis with him. He did that, mm -hmm. and, then the, and then the last thing he did, he said, and you know that bitch Carol Baskin? I think she definitely killed her husband. <laughs> That's his closing. That's his like closing. He also <laughs> says, check out season two of Tiger King coming soon, which I didn't even know was a thing, but again, promotion. You found out. Yeah. And now we're telling everybody yeah. that there's a season two. Uh, but of course, I followed up James. Right after he said, that bitch Carol Baskin killed her husband, <laughs> I followed up with, 
Carol Baskin. Yes. <laughs> and she says, hello all you cats and kittens or whatever she says, um, mm-hmm. and then proceeds to Cause some people are so entrenched in their catchphrases, they really can't get out of the fact that they're talking to one person right now. Right. So it's, you know, she's a, she's a vlogger in her own right. Well, of sorts. So she has her vlogging catchphrases like that. And, um, but the, the thing I remember about Carol is that it got very candid. Like she actually, you know. Very personal. She would, she would take some of the notes um, like she really in, enjoyed the fact the factoid about the twelve layer cake. Oh, you make every I know I know, I understand that every birthday you make a twelve layer twelve layers. That's a lot. I would really love for you to make me send me one of those. It's like I would love to sink my teeth into that. And then she's like, but actually, you know what? Don't send me a cake because. Um, I can't eat anything people send me because there's people who are trying who say they're trying to kill me. <laughs> and she's, you know, it's she's kind you, you can kind of tell this is all top of mind. She's like looking off a little bit. It's top of mind. She's like verbally processing her own situation. It's very self-deprecating. It's very endearing and connecting, but it's like she really gave of herself to Jesse. She had, you know, she was like, "You know what? I would love to get cake from you, but I can't because people are trying to kill me. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. And so there, there's these, I never ex- expected it and it happened to a number of people where it's like they were able to tap into a sincerity and you know, I'm doing this video, I might as well be a real person and then there are more than glimpses of people actually being themselves conversationally. Yeah. Um, and you know what, it's not an easy thing to do because as you look through all of us who aren't celebrities on Cameo who made these videos for Jesse, you know, j- just the act of doing it, it, you know, there's there's a lot of, there's a risk and there's a, you gotta check a lot of your insecurity when you're not someone who's used to staring into a camera and making a video. Well, even when you are someone who's used to staring into a camera. Okay. Because. I see you pulled me up right here. after Carol, I'm hedging. Right after Carol Baskin. Link Neal, and you know what? I didn't even have to pay Link Neal. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? Link Neal is not you, on Cameo. Yeah, I, I should have created a Cameo. Um, so you, I could have got a little. Do you scratch. want me to play this for for us? Because I mean, this is the one that you have the permission to release. If you, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. I will respect your privacy. No, no, do you? I don't care. Play it. Okay, Jesse. Happy birthday. Uh, I wanna wish you all the good cheer (laughs) and tidings. (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna get serious this time. I I really want you to have a happy birthday. Listen, this quarantine thing, it sucks. Uh, I I don't, you know what? I I don't wanna talk about anything negative. I want this all to be positive. I'm Seriously, Jesse, I just want to wish you a happy birthday and um, let you know that I value our friendship. And, oh. um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting friendship to be friends because you're married to my best friend. It's almost like we're um, brother and sister-in-law or something. So love you like a sister. Happy birthday. 
<laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> hey, that was sweet. That was you, good. It was. I really wanted to do, to say something honest, but then it's like, man, why is this so awkward? You know, uh, even even the thing I made at the beginning, uh, which was it just puts people in, a, which was basically just like, hey, baby, thing. whatever, you know. Like I can talk to all, I can talk to all of y'all, but when you're talking to one person, and it's like, and then I know that you're gonna watch it. And it's like, oh, it's just, it was just a weird confluence. And you know what, it caught me at an interesting time, okay? Yeah. It was late, well, obviously I didn't have myself together. <laughs> Look at me, I'm a wreck. Uh, it's great, it's great. Um, okay, I'm gonna There's a whole story there that I, I'm not even gonna go into. Ju just because I, I sense how it could be frustrating to, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna just kinda rush through a few other ones that I included and kinda tell you why I did. So, the trashiest show we've ever watched together, my wife and I've ever watched together, uh, Too Hot to Handle on Netflix, where people basically got together at this resort and you got penalized by having for having sex and it was all these hot people who wanted to have sex with each other. Okay. Um, and Francesca from that show, um, who is just a very distinct personality, um, that I, and I knew Jesse would immediately, it's, basically it was like, when you see Francesca, Give a happy birthday message to Jesse. What it communicates to Jesse is like, oh, I remember we sat down and we watched the show together and just were kind of like horrified by the people on it. But hey, here's one of them wishing you happy birthday. So it's a sort of a point of connection. Um, then, uh, okay, so I did a whole episode of Ear Biscuits where I talked about our obsession with 90 Day Fiance, how Jesse and I just watched this thing and just couldn't get enough of it. Well. And I told you about this guy, David, who I think is from Las Vegas. And he was the one that had this, mm -hmm. what seemed to be an absolute delusion about this woman in Russia that he was, he was chatting with, not even video chatting with, just text chatting with for years. And he would go to Russia multiple times. And every time he went to Russia, she would come up with an excuse why she couldn't meet him. And of course, everyone watching knew the excuse was because she doesn't exist, mm -hmm. however, Biggest spoiler alert, if you're gonna watch that season with David uh, uh, of 90 Day Fiance, fast forward through this. But um, Lana did exist and he, like the seventh time he went to Russia, he actually met her. So I had to include David <laughs> in, the, uh, in the compilation. Now da one thing I'll say about David is, uh, I don't know if this is because David hasn't gotten a, a, like a multitude of requests or if he just really invests a lot of time into each one that he receives. He seemed to have a lot of time on his hands. Uh, he went for 10 minutes and I did not include his full 10 minutes in the compilation. I took about a minute or two and then we watched an extended cut later in the night. Um, but it's, he had a whole bit where he was blowing up balloons and talking a lot about his, um, you know, about his, experience with marriage and uh, love and that kind of thing, um, which was very insightful. And then it was followed up by none other than Lana herself. Oh yes, she's also on Cameo. So you can do the David and Lana one-two punch. And she also, again, maybe for similar reasons, went for about 10 minutes. She seemed to have a script. She, she was reading she a was very reading, long script. She was reading a speech. It was like, it was like a, it was like a political speech almost. No, it was like, it was inspirational. It was, it was very inspiration. inspirational. Yeah. It's very inspirational. Um, but you and, know, and, catered towards Jesse. And the not, I mean, so you, you get the idea of the novelty of it. And you're like, okay, you get a kick out of this. 
But the thing that I didn't anticipate was that there's an an extremely powerful overriding element here. And that's when they look at you and say your name and include details, falsified details about your life, growing up on a pig farm. And by the way, I wanna say, I don't know if I personally violated the terms of service by giving false information, but clearly that can't be a, I mean, you can make a joke out of it if you want to. But it doesn't, even though you know how ridiculous and novel this whole thing is and how fun it is, it, the, there's something, there's some, the humanity of the exercise trumps it all and you find yourself like actually feeling something. Like, and not even the moments where people are being surprisingly real, but just the fact that they're talking to you, there's a, there's a magical engagement when somebody who you've watched on television says your name and yeah. starts talking to you. And it's, I mean, there's a magic in cameo that I never thought I would be describing. Well, and I, I, I did include real details, you know, my name, her name, our kids' names, our kids' ages, our height difference and stuff like that that's true, how long we've been together, how we met, all that stuff I included. So they would talk about that as well because I didn't want it just to be all fake. I just wanted some of the details to be fake. So I, then we kind of get into the section of the video where uh, I start peppering in some people that are just there for my own personal enjoyment, but I know that she will get a kick out of it as well because I could only find so many people who had been on shows that we watched together. Yeah. So again, I'm a child of the 80s and was in high school in the 90s. So I know who Cato Kalin is. Cato Kalin is the guy who was the first person on the scene after the OJ murder, who was in court and he had this hair and he was this typical like Californian dude. Yeah. Well, he's gone on to I don't know what, he's just continued to be Cato Kalin and he wrote a song for Jesse. He wrote a custom song that like rhymed my name with things and her name and. It was bad. It wasn't, it it was, wasn't a great song but it was. Uh, I think he knew it was bad and that was part of it. Yeah, right. Uh, so I appreciated that. Um, and then just because my wife is really, you know, she is very into the news. Can I just say that? She's very into the news. Okay. And so people who have been in the news over the past few years for political reasons or otherwise, she's probably gonna be familiar with them and whatever reason, Michael Cohen, Donald Trump's former personal lawyer, who is basically, um, you know, no longer no longer his lawyer and now a very uh, big vocal critic of the president. Um, what, what was he, he was sentenced to, was he sentenced to anything? I don't know if he. He's at home in the video. I don't he's know. Not in prison. I don't, I, 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 actually I don't know. I don't know if he, what, if there, if there, what his legal situation is at this time, but I will say he had one of the best and most encouraging speeches and it was also very personal and he was just talking about like how long he'd been married and you know, I'm not saying he didn't also tell this story to the next cameo he did, but like it was good. And Jesse was all, all was like, wow, that was sweet. It was, it was strange to see Michael Cohen, I mean, I remember the hearings, you, you know, the Senate hearings where it's like he was testifying yeah. and, and then all of a sudden he's talking to Jesse and he's like, having the most down to earth <laughs> one-sided conversation. That's the beauty of the service, man. That's like. This is not an ad for Cameo, by the way. Just so you just so you know. I mean, we do, I, I would do one because I think that it's a very, it, it, there's no other service like it as far as I know, but, and it worked well for me, but this is just a honest testimonial. Um, you got this, I mean, the next guy, 
I had heard was on Cameo and that he was like, when, a year ago when it started, people started talking about it or whenever that was, Gilbert Godfrey's name came up. Yeah. And here you go, you got him. Yeah, I mean, of course you got him. If Gil- if Gilbert Gottfried is on there, you gotta use him, right? I mean, he really went with the whole Jesse grew up on a pig farm thing. That was his whole angle. And uh, he used it as kind of a way to question if I was trying to insult her. Because what I said was, in my information, I said, Jesse grew up on a pig farm and everyone makes fun of her for it. So he kind of leaned into that and said, I can't believe that your husband is calling you a pig. <laughs> and then he was like, but if you are a pig, and he kind of. Yeah, it was kind of like it was, a, a scathing stand-up comic. It routine. was performance art. It was performance yeah, it art. Was, uh, it, was, it was like reverse heckling. But I actually thought he was calling your bluff that like obviously you made this up. I thought that was part of it. That he could have all, he, think, he probably knows that people do that. I think he's the only, I think he is, he's been doing it the longest. To know that people make stuff up. You can tell that he's reading yeah, and he doesn't care, but then he riffs on things that make it really funny. I'm not gonna play this one, but I will say that uh, Stevie and Cassie had a very uh, produced angle. What I mean is like they they had a bit that they were doing that I think really turned out. Yeah, that was good. Uh, that, that was, was one good. of the high points in the video, so thank you to Stevie and Cassie. I didn't uh, know who these women were. Then there are some twins. Uh, you might remember the twins. I actually don't remember their names, but they were from 90 Day Fiance as well. They're like the twins from Connecticut who I think they're getting their own show. They're getting their own reality show because they say that in this cameo. <laughs> so again, we've uh, it's, this is working. They're getting, the twins from Connecticut, Connecticut are getting their own reality show. I didn't like them. They didn't really connect with me. It's it felt a little it felt it felt a little canned just because it, it they talked like about how much they loved. It felt Jessie. like an Instagram story. They don't know Jesse. How do they know that they love her? Um, another guy, Ash, who was from Ninety Day Fiance, who's in Australia, who was a uh, a relationship coach who seemed to only coach women, okay. um, which was an interesting thing about him. Uh, and then we had, of course, everybody's favorite. TV show host, aside from Chris Harrison and Jeff Probst, Mark Summers, host of Double Dare. And here's the thing about Mark Summers that was really funny. Yeah. Again, for the reasons that you talked about, because these things go out to people. He had a whole preamble. His preamble was, I'm Mark Summers, you may remember me from Double Dare. I also did some time with, and then he talks about the the show he did on the Food Network, and then he talks about the fact that he's an executive producer on like mm-hmm. guys' grocery games. Like he basically puts all his anything that he would talk about at the end of like a PR spot, he puts at the top of his cameo, which is smart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he really went with the he really grasped hold of the the mountain climbing and talked about how she must be in incredible shape if she's doing all this mountain climbing. And yeah, I think he ended with saying something like, "Good luck with those peaks." Yeah, I kind of felt, I kind of started to feel for these people who are like basing, who are like regurgitating your lies. Yeah, I felt bad about that as well, but it was also worth the laughs. Now. And then we come to it. This is, uh, okay, it's a, first of all, if there are any children uh, listening to this particular episode of Ear Biscuits and you're not comfortable with explicit talk of sexual acts, um, you huh. should probably have them leave because we're gonna talk about uh, this one I just did for myself uh, and for the juggalos out there, Violent J of the Insane Clown Posse and I was like, I gotta use this guy and he went for also 10 minutes. 
Now, approximately. Just to, insane clown posse. Yeah. I I had an idea, you know, of who I mean they're like they they wear this they dress up like these like insane looking clowns and I didn't understand the type of music. Even though I'd watched like the documentary that the gathering of the juggalos, you like got all these people who are like camp out and it's this whole community around it was super fascinating and super specific. But it's like this it's they're not metal. I get them confused with uh, Slipknot. Slipknot. They're who, nothing like Slipknot. Slipknot is like like scary Marilyn Manson. And like, there's also like nine shock, members of Slipknot. Shock rock. And 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 insane clown posse is basically just the two dudes. And they just wear. They do like '90s bad '90s rap. Yeah, sort of like uh, a little bit like House of Pain sounding. But, yeah, but like, but not as good. Not as good. Uh, I, I, I don't know enough to know like what really connects people to them in the community. So I'm not gonna. But that's just like, if you listen to one song, you're like, what is going on here? Now, in Violent J, uh, took a very specific angle in he, his video. He was in full clown face. Full clown face. So he gets into character, and the character is, uh, you know, insane. <laughs> Let's just be honest. I mean, that's the whole point, right? So. I did not include the most explicit parts in the main video because I didn't want to distract from all the good loving that she was getting from people, right? Yeah. You know, the, the, as you said, the glad tidings and cheer or whatever you said. <laughs> so I basically just, I kept the beginning of his video where he just talked about me and he talked about her and wishing her happy birthday and how old he was and stuff like that. He had a whole bit about how old he was. It was nice, but Again, after the fact, we listened to his entire thing. And that was where at some point, again, I think most of this was just off the cuff. At some point, Violent J decided that he was going to talk about uh, his attraction to my wife. Now, I don't even have any reason to believe that he's seen a picture of her, but I just think his angle was, I'm going to turn this into me hitting on the wife of the, I know the husband made this video for her, but now I'm gonna talk about what I'm going to do with his wife, uh, and the thing that really stuck with you yeah. and Christy and Jesse and me as yeah. we watched this later that night was the fact that he said he was going to do 69, 69 times with my wife. Yeah, it's very catchy. <laughs> and uh, boy, that's a lot. I wanna 69 you 69 times. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, I think it's what he said. Yeah, yeah. and he he said other. I was like, hmm, fascinating. He said other things, but that was really sort of the peak, and that kind of captures the essence of what he was getting at. He also did some freestyling. Yeah, it was like it was like this off the top of the head kind of scatting, and it and but he did it. It was like a character trait where he would like kind of get manic and start. Yeah, like a word association. Like my like mouth vomit yeah. of 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 rhyming words, uh, that was a bit scary. No, I gotta say I didn't feel I loved it. I didn't feel threatened. Um, my wife tells me that I'm the I'm very secure in our relationship because meanwhile he's making a a flip book <laughs> of side by side pictures of him and you. Well, her. here's the thing. You know, sometimes Jesse will like come back from someplace in public and she'll tell a story about like some dude that said something to her, right? And I know that some guys have a response, which is like, where is he? I'm gonna go back there and ask him what he's doing. Mm -hmm. um, 
But I typically am just like, good for you. You can't even count to 69. I'm like, that's it's awesome to have somebody, you know, hit on you in that way. It just it just reminds you that you still got it. So when Violent J told my wife that he wanted to do 69, 69 times, and let me just say, there was a couple of times during that night as we kept repeating it that sometimes people would say 69, 69 ways, but I'm pretty sure he says 69, 69 times. Like oh. I think 69 is kind of just, that is that the is way. The way. That, is, <laughs> that, yeah. that is the way. To quote the I mean, I'm sure you can do it other ways, but typically it is describing an action and an act. This is the way. And he just wants to do it 69 times. And I was like, listen, Jesse, if things ever get difficult, if things get dark, if you begin to doubt that you still got it, just remember that Violent J told you that he wanted to 69, 69 times. And I don't know what 69 times 69 is, I don't do that kind of math, but it's a lot. squared. It's a lot. Uh, matter of fact, she doesn't have to remember it, she can just pull up the video <laughs> and watch it again. We haven't watched it since, so, well, I mean, I, maybe she's watched it on her own. I think it should be a monthly thing. I think this on the, on the 69th day of the year, you should watch it 69 times. Okay, that's gonna take a while, because like I said, <laughs> he fully commits. If, so if you're, again, this that's is a like little March. bit, this is inf informative for anybody who might be thinking about doing a cameo. Uh, Violent J is gonna go all the way, and he's gonna give you, he's gonna, he, he's gonna go all the way. He's gonna, literally, well, he's gonna I, give it. I, I, I actually have never considered 69 going all the way. Okay, well, I think it might be going past all the way. Might be coming all the way back around. Full circle. Yeah. Jaleel White, <laughs> I got him to do it. Uh, he Did was, I do that? He was so. Did you do that? Oh, he brought up another fact that I added, which was. He was on a golf course. I said in my false information that Jesse had the largest insect collection west of the Mississippi River, <clears throat> implying that there was a bigger one east of the Mississippi there, River. Yeah. He really went with that and actually told a personal story about the time they had a bug collector character on Family Matters he, and how she was really attractive and made him nervous. But that after that episode, they would get he would get comments about bug collecting. Urkel, you know, yeah. was into bug collecting because of this girl. Just little thing that we could have never known. We would have never known this if I had told her told him the truth. He was also very inspirational about, you know, like this day is the first day of the rest of your life. Kind, I don't know if he said that specifically. Yeah. It was that kind of inspirational talk. There, there, everybody had their their approach. Yeah. And some people's approach was, I'm gonna go into, I, that I need to be a motivational speaker. I need to say something positive to help these people out. But they have, but they have no credentials or no business doing that. Kind of reminds me of this podcast. <laughs> but you know, they, I, I, it was kind of like a ray of light that these people who find themselves being listened to are like, you know what, I'm going to say something encouraging. It's gonna be hollow and it's gonna be based on like something that I've read a second ago or that I'm currently reading just beside the camera, but still, you gotta give them an A plus for effort. It still means things. There wasn't anybody who was like, they, didn't, they weren't really trying. Yeah. Was there? Was there anybody who you wouldn't get again well, this one, the one I'm about to show you. Oh yeah. Uh, he was also, a I think the cheapest one. The fly on Mike Pence's head, if you remember one of the, if you remember the vice presidential debate when a fly landed on Mike Pence's head, well, I think this guy was really trying to ride that wave, which that wave has crashed at this point, but. 15 minutes of fame. Uh, he, 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 he has a mask, he has a fly mask on 
and a fly suit on. Altered voice. And an altered fly voice. And uh, he says a lot, quite a few jokes. But you know what, it was worth a little bit of a laugh. Uh, and actually, that was the last one. I, that was the that was the last one. I, I, I edited this thing last minute, and uh, so I ended with the fly. I probably should have put him in earlier. But actually, he wasn't the last thing. Like one of her close college friends that I knew would be a big surprise that I was able to get her to do it. Oh yeah, because they haven't really talked in a while. Uh -huh. um, that was the one I closed with. Anyway, Jesse was. Let me just say the 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 effect of this video. Now I know we spent all the time talking about the celebrities. She really, really appreciated it. It was great. And then she asked me, did my therapist tell you that I wanted a birthday video like this? And I was like, no, no. And I was like, because I told him that that's, I was hoping that Rhett was doing this for me. I, I, I hope that he was making a video because I, I couldn't have a party. And I didn't know that. I just was like, this is the next thing besides a party to show. Wow. Like, Collective and, appreciation, and you're not one for for getting her gifts that she actually wants. That's not you're not known for that. Well, matter that, of fact, I don't think that's my problem as much as it's her problem. I think she has a very high standard. Um, that's all I'll say. Uh, I have I have whiffed on some gifts for sure. I've gotten better in the past couple of years, but there's the most pressure on this one because it was this milestone birthday. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't able to do the thing, but it really. And I was nervous, right? Because I had done the Jason Momoa thing. I had done this video. Um, I also got her a bunch of other like gifts, and I, and also the 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 trip out of town uh, with you guys was a surprise. She didn't know that was going to happen until the day before. So, have you paid me for that? I keep forgetting to do that. That's, so that yeah, so, so far that. it's my gift. Yeah, yeah. You we went through your Airbnb account. I need to do that right as soon as this is over. Um, well, we could pause. You could just do it right now. Um, so. Anyway, this really worked. Success, man. It it really worked. And Can't it, do it again though. You you know, but she only turned forty once. Right. Yeah. I mean, when she turns fifty. But you can 69, 69, 69 times. times. I can probably get there before fifty too. <laughs> um, yeah. So this kind of turned into, like I said, it kind of turned into an ad for a cameo, which it's not. But I will make that my wreck. <laughs> you know, I might as well just because. I'm sure that there's another service, or there sh or there should be somebody should be getting on this. But Cameo kind of got into this kind of early in the game, and what seems like this, like you're like, oh, so again, when you think about the inner workings of it, and somebody's just sitting down doing a bunch of videos, it may seem kind of empty. Yeah. But when that person watches the video that you had that you've made for them especially if they don't understand cameo as a service <laughs> they're like i can't believe you got this for me i can't believe you did this it's like so effective so effective i mean everybody's beginning to understand but it's still it's still a pretty great thing i mean it's still i mean first of all people do things like get you get a star named after you you know what yeah, i'm saying right. like it's better than that there, there's a lot of things that you can do, like, oh, I got you, like an acre on the moon or a square foot on the moon or something like that. It doesn't mean anything, but you can, like, were they gonna go up there? I think you did that for me once, actually. I think I've done both of those things for you as jokes. Yeah. But the, the it's a tangible thing that it results in this video that, like I said, you could put on your social media or whatever and be like, look, I got, look what this, look what Violent J said about me. And Jesse hasn't posted that one. On, but she she is free to post any of these on her social media. Yes, she is. Because it's not a commercial thing. So to wrap things up, uh, 
wishing Jesse a happy belated 40th birthday and uh, inviting you to give a wreck, baby wreck, baby one, two, three, four. That was my wreck. Cameo? That's what I just said. I'm just making wreck my my cameo oh, my wreck. I had. An, I didn't believe that. I had another wreck, but oh, okay. It's no, hard that, to come up with work. wrecks, so I'm just gonna save that for yeah, for, save for next time. I mean, okay. my my wreck is yeah. You know now you know about cameo. If you didn't know about it, you know how it works, and you know that I use it successfully. So that's my wreck. Not a sponsor though. Maybe they should be paying us. For real. We'll talk at you next week. Hashtag ear biscuits. Let us know what you think about all this. Have you had a cameo experience? I want to hear that. Mm-hmm. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.